What is it you want, Barry? What do you want? You, you want the moon? Just say the word and I'll throw a lasso around it and pull it down. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dying times here. Come with me if you want to live. That's it, man. Game over, man. Game over. The Force will be with you. Always. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to 20th Century Geek. I'm your regular host, Scott Weatherly, and we are returning to our Predator retrospective. It's been a couple of years, but if you want to go back and just... Before you listen to this, if you want to go back and listen to the original retrospective, it was on episodes 85 and 86, way back in 2019, before the world went completely mad. Um, and yeah, it doesn't seem like just yesterday. But I'm, I've, I'm joined again by the folks that joined me originally, the original sort of Predator, my original hunting pack, if you will. Um, <laughs> I'll let them introduce themselves. Ray from Into the Night. Uh, how are you doing? How are you doing? You all right? Yeah, good. Oh, thank you so much, Scott, for having us back. I can't wait to to chat Predator again. A huge fan, as you know. And um, it, yeah, it just seems like yesterday that we had a chat about the retrospective. So yeah, I, I am I am amped up and ready to go for this one. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, excited for this one. And also, David from Signal of Doom. Dave, how are you doing? You're hey. Okay? I'm very well. Thanks, man. Thank you, Scott, for having me on. Pleasure to be on here with Ray. Happy to talk more Predator. And I can't believe we've been hunting for three years. And uh, it feels like one year. So much death in that time period. Uh, you know, so much, some at my own hands. And um, great to be back. <laughs> it's been a wild time. It really has been yes. a wild time. Um, one, one of the things, obviously, the, the, when we did the last retrospective, the, the film we finished it on was obviously The Predator. And, um, you know, I think we all sort of denounced it as being mostly awful. Um, Mm. And I think we we all sort of, I think I went back and had a quick sort of listen. We all thought the the franchise was dead. I think there's there's a... It felt dead. Yeah. It felt dead. Right. That'd be interesting. Yeah. 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 There's a general comment from us. We were a bit like, no, I think this has killed it. (laughs) We're like, like, no one's coming back to this. (laughs) Um, So how did you guys feel when Prey was announced? Um, Ray, what were your thoughts when you sort of saw those first things for Prey? On oh, a very, very excited. It, it, it's funny that you mentioned that we all thought it was dead because uh, I think immediately when there was announcement and there were like, um, well, you know, previews for Prey, immediately got me excited again, uh, mostly because of the premise. It was something that I think a lot of fans had been calling for uh, ever since, say, Predator 2, which harks back to the uh, to Predators in olden day times. Um, so this one kind of fit into that mold. And I, th- I remember seeing the first poster for Prey, which uh, had Amber Mid- had Naru at the f- in the foreground and just the, um, the outline profile of the Predator in the back. And it's like, yep, yep, this, this looks like it's going to be good. And, 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 Dan Trachtenberg as well has a, a good track record. So mm. uh, quietly confident, really. Yeah, it was interesting because when it did come out, I think quietly confident is a really good yeah. descriptor because <laughs> it was. It was that thing where I was like, yeah. I've been burnt before. Mm. <laughs> I don't want to sort of go into this full, <laughs> you know, acceptance. But yeah, the more they kept releasing, the more I was like, oh, this this could be good. <laughs> this could yeah. be really interesting. Um, For sure. As you said, yeah, look, because the guys from like 10 Cloverfield Lane, so they sort of like that, that was a real sort of strong where you're like, 
yeah, he's good. But then I've seen this before. Like, you know, we all thought Shane Black mm. was bringing something proper to the yeah. screen. Mm-hmm. So it was so a true. It was that quiet confidence. But, I mean, D- Dave, what were your thoughts when it's that you started to see the same thing? Um, well, yeah, I was certainly feeling uh, down and out after The Predator. Um, and I remember I, w- I was really hyped for that. So it was kind of mm. like high expectations and then low delivery. But um, doing the news for Signal of Doom, like covering all the news, when they started, when sort of the news started coming out kind of almost like in little segments about this, I was like, oh, cool. They're going to do what I've always thought they should do and take a more simple kind of hunting story, take it back, you know, all the way to Native Americans. I kind of pictured that they would kind of do what they did, a kind of more simple story and probably lower budget than you know, some of their other stuff. And I thought that might actually be the right strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. And, but like cautiously optimistic would sum it up. And also, um, and it's funny because it's been in the news so much and over the years, like this has taken like two or three years to happen. I, I actually thought that I misheard it and thought it was going to be a t- uh, like a limited series TV show. And it wasn't until it just was about to come out that I realized, I think I said to you, Ray, is this a TV series or a movie? And you're like mm. a movie. And I was actually, I actually thought it was like, like a five part, you know, TV show. And um, yeah, no, I was, I was, I was, by the time it came around, I was like, kind of like, well, the, the stink of the last movie's kind of gone away. They're doing this. So I was, I was hopeful. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Yeah. It seems to, I mean, this, this, this film has got some, um, interesting politics behind it as well because you know before we get fully into it like i watch it i really enjoy this film i've got some points to raise but there's mm-hmm. generally generally good and predator sort of like yes yeah, you know the, pre- the predator it hasn't got the the best history i think yeah it's got a bit a little uneven um sure. i was surprised that this was a straight to streaming um release you know i've seen in uh, on hulu in the states and and Disney Plus or sort of like Star. Oh, you thought it would have been a cinema release? Well, yeah. yeah well, yeah. Well, the reason and the reason I found out the reason why this isn't a cinema. So, and, and initially, it was going to be. That was the, the point. Yeah. It was going to be sort of like post. Um, obviously, like you know, Disney obviously bought 20th Century Fox and they were doing stuff mm-hmm. and they were looking to sort of start re-releasing IPs in the cinema using their sort of the back catalog of 20th Century Fox. However. The contract stands that anything that Fox releases cinematically will uh, automatically get um, there's a contract between them and HBO Max. Oh. So anything streaming would automatically go to HBO because it's part of their contract. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So, so Disney made the decision that well, we want to keep this because it's a good IP and we want people to come to mm-hmm. sort of Disney Plus or Hulu. So we're not going to yeah. release it in the cinemas. We're just going to release it on streaming and use it as a promotional piece to get people mm. to our streaming services. Well, that's a wise move. I mm. mean, and also let's go. face it, I think um, the stakes are lower when it's a streaming release yeah. in a way. I like, like I like this movie, um, but you know, if they put it in cinemas, I don't think it would have made like tons and tons of money i think it would have you know like i i think that this was the smart play mm, um yeah. it's a way to kind of rebuild the brand up um yeah. generally positive reviews uh quite a bit yeah. of buzz about predator it kind of ticks all those boxes so yeah i, th- I think uh, in I think hindsight yeah they, they did i certainly agree with you dave as well and i think it's probably a blessing in disguise in the sense that it relieves them of the pressure and and mm. you know uh, of of the 
you know, scrutinizing eyes of the fans. It's like, oh, it's only streaming. It's not the cinema, you know, not the cinema. It's not going to be a big budget release. So um, this may not have fallen into their, you know, um, perspective at all. But I, I do think it is good in the fact that even for as, as a fan and as a, a movie goer, it was like, oh, okay. Like it, the Predator burnt us. If this stuff's up, look, it's just straight to streaming. It can be just, you know, fobbed off as a, a B-grade movie or whatever. So yeah. um, it, I think that's what made it so pleasantly surprising, the um, the quality of it. And it's funny that you mentioned that, Dave, about, you know, if it had done well in the cinemas. It's so funny because I've been checking out the forums as well. And retrospectively, in hindsight, people are going, man, if they only had chosen to put this in the cinema, this would have raked in the cash. It is seen as a tremendous success um, mm. for what it is as a streaming yeah. uh, movie. So uh, this is a great win. It's it's a real uh, about face from the Predator yes. movie, which we were all, as you're saying, down and out on. So, yeah, um, I think it was a, a brilliant move. Yeah, no, I agree. I, think this is, I, I agree. I think you're right. Like I say, it's, it's the right move. It was a sound move to make. Makes total sense. I think one of the things I find um, fascinating also is that this wasn't instigated by Disney. This was obviously already greenlit and we'd already started within pre-production and sort of filming when the the, the buyout happened. Ah, right. And so, they kept it. That's yeah. Good. So they were one where they were like, yeah. oh, yeah, right, we'll keep that one going, I think. So, and I'm glad they did. But one of the things I was into watching this and obviously seeing the promotion and stuff, and then it was there was all the big thing is it's going to be set in the early 1700s. It's going to be called... It's called Prey, and it's, it's, it's you know it's going to be um, this like prequel. You know, it's in canon with the, the eighty-seven films mm-hmm. and all sort of stuff, like different tone. But in my head, it was one of those things. I think you like you were saying before, David. You're like, it makes sense. Why why not just do this? Like it, it it brought to mind to me. I went back and I was having a look at. Um, I haven't looked at hand anymore, but there's a there's an anthology that Dark Horse did um, of sort of like short um, stories. It was a collection uh-huh. quite short, of short predator stories. And one of them in there, and I forget the name of it, but someone listeners won't remember it, but I remember the story is basically, you know how you have like a, and this was set in Africa. So it was set on the plains, like Serengeti. And there was this young lad cool. and it's sort of like his rights, you know, that passage into manhood, how they have that sort of like the, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's just, so this is, it's this old guy who's saying, who's telling him this story and says like, you have to go out and this exact story is pretty much prey. You have to go out and hunt something to pass into manhood. And he ends up sort of like taking on the predator. And then the, the end of the story is him as an old man teaching this story to, to somebody else. But it's doing like 12 pages. So it's, it's tough also, gig, tough gig for a kid. You have to kill a predator. I'm yeah, like, well, it's, I think it's, like... it wasn't supposed to be a predator. In the, it's supposed to be like a yeah. lion or something. But, right. yeah, 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 yeah. but like, it's a really cool short story. So watching yeah. this film, I was like, Oh, this is really good. This is this is exactly you know, I they're, they're going. I don't if they, whether they went back to the comics and this sort of short story was it was in their mind. I I don't know, but this felt more like they've gone, as you said. Let's go back to basics. Let's go yeah, back. They stripped a ride down, which I think they needed to. It yeah. got them very cluttered, um, and generally that doesn't work for the predator. I think by stripping it all the way back down it's kind of a good way to see if it's still working. And mm-hmm. I think it is working. Mm-hmm. And then I think the appetite is then, well, next time maybe we can go a bit bigger, you know, because we've built up a groundswell. We've got some forward momentum. And next time we could maybe take it a bit further, put it in cinemas, give it a bigger budget, et cetera, et cetera. Maybe bring in some aliens. Yeah. Yeah, yeah actually have a decent <laughs> crossover. That would be interesting. Some xenomorphs. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, this is the thing. We'll, we'll get to we'll get to the future actually because there's been several. Rec- no, so I've seen different suggestions of where this should go and, and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like you know, people mentioned, and there's a couple that I saw that I was like, that like I want that. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. But let's get into the film then. All right. So let's let's sort of like jump into the film. So the story is, in in, in a nutshell, I'll give a quick summary. Is and I'm going to check that it was my notes. I have to get my phone out, so I have to get the right names and stuff because I don't want to start butchering that. I sort of go in and start sort of really. <laughs> Leave that to me. I, I, I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Pray. There we go. Right. So, Naru, that's it. I knew it was from that. Okay. So, young um, Comanche um, woman, Naru, uh, is treated as in sort of like she fits she, or she's expected to work within uh, what the women of the tribe do. This is sort of gathering and doing repairs and doing the usual things back in the camp. Her brother, uh, Tabi or Tabe, Taby is a oh, part yep. of yeah is part of the warrior uh, sect within the village. He sort of goes out and hunts and fights on, on uh, behalf of the tribe. Um, but she wants to be a part of that as well. Um, and on one exter- excursion out, she's sort of determined to prove herself. Um, but it doesn't go well, and one of the tribe is killed, and she's obviously seen to be as a healer. Um, and the boys or so because they are boys it's, i want to get to that like mm. that basically sort of like the hunting bros which is how i sort sure. of see them get, get attacked <laughs> and her her brother uh, goes missing she goes back out to find him and she has wielded this new axe on a string uh, which again we i will want to i want to talk about uh, as, as a hunting weapon and whilst out she comes across the predator uh in this one they're referred to as the feral predator um, oh, also, is that what it's called? The yeah, that's what they yeah. referred to as. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and he also comes across a, seri- a, a group of French hunters, um, yeah. which Idiots. she sees is wiped out <laughs> after yeah she is taken. Uh, eventually, it sort of comes down to her. The predator ignores her on a number of occasions, not considering her to be a threat. Eventually, though, it comes down to her versus the predator, and using her wiles, her and her hunting skills, she is able to kill the predator and prove her worth by taking its head back to the tribe um as well as and a fairly dumb predator as well like yeah, a pretty yeah. stupid we, we, predator we will, we will get to we will get <laughs> yeah, to yeah. the stupidity of the predators but yeah uh, and the other thing, she also takes back the uh, a uh flintlock pistol that was given to a, a one of the french hunters in 1709 in the post credits or actually no just in the credits animation we see that the hunter ships return and that gun is going to end up in the hands of Danny Glover. So let's get to it though. So this this is not just, uh, this thing then of it being set in seventeen uh, the early seventeen hundreds, and uh, it being we are following that Native American, that Indigenous people, the Comanche tribe. What were, what were your thoughts in about this, David? What were your thoughts about having having it in that sort of setting? Great. I, I, I'm a big fan of like Native American culture without knowing a ton about it. I just always am attracted to those characters. And I thought it was really cool. I thought like you get to use the great uh, landscapes of the time period because they're kind of unspoiled, you know, by mm. modern civilization and, and the, the classic hunters. Like, I mean, they're a classic kind of hunter gatherers or whatever you want to call them. And, you know, they are damn good hunters and good trackers. We all know this, like it's been beaten into our heads for many years um, yeah, I, I, I love that culture and um, I thought it was a great idea to give them all, um, you, you know, we're not back in the days of Burt Lancaster playing uh, Apache, um, <laughs> you, know, yeah. you know, genuine uh, Native American actors playing yeah. those roles. I, I thought it was 
really i thought it was a stroke of almost genius really mm. um and set us up nicely and they're not doing anything like it, without meaning to be kind of mean it is so tropey and cliche but that works like we've mm. all seen this story before mm. about the hunter goes out and the one hunter who needs to prove themselves and the rest of the pack sort of don't like them and think they should be back at home base while they're out there doing it we've all seen it before in many a movie but it really works as a reason there's that mm, dynamic yeah. and i thought you, you take that dynamic which is so set in stone you kind of can't get it wrong and then you introduce the predator it was it was a fantastic thing and then it's all just about the execution you know yeah what about yourself ray what were your thoughts on not being sort of based in this sort of you know 200 years yeah. ago in this camp comanche tribe uh, I mean, like, we kind of touched upon it a bit earlier, uh, Dave did, about the fact that, um, you know, we've kind of, the fans have been wanting something like this uh, in the past, and and really, it could be anything, like, your world's your oyster. I think by setting it with the Comanche tribe, with Native Americans, was a really um, astute decision from Trachtenberg, uh, because, and he mentions it as well in one of the interviews, that he generated this story because of his love for Billy in the, in the original Predator mm. film. And I think that touchstone by having, I mean, Billy, let's face it, arguably one of the, the more colourful, memorable characters yeah. in the OG uh, Predator. Oh. So by, by yeah. tapping into that attraction, appeal of Billy the Tracker and expanding it and having it uh, as like a 300-year-old Comanche tribe, I think that was a very smart move um, mm. by doing it. Because, you know, we talk about it and we'll, we'll probably talk about it a, a bit later on. Um, you can set it with, you know, the Samurais or the Romans or, oh, you know, yeah. or any, mm. or, you know, uh, in uh, 18th century uh, England or something. But they Aztecs, chose... Aztecs, right. Aztecs. Aztecs, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they chose, I, think, I think they chose the Native Americans um, for a purpose and that was to really tap into that appeal that Billy had. So um, I'm very, very happy with it. And, and unashamedly, I'm a big Billy fan. Mm. <laughs> yeah. uh, I've got a so, question, Ray. Yeah. I've got a question, yes. man. In the original Predator, it does mm -hmm. Billy actually mention that he knew about Legends of the Predator? Because I thought someone said that. Is that true? It's not. Someone it, did. Someone not, did yeah. say that, but I, it's, yeah, it's not. not it's not Billy. It's not Billy. So uh, oh, it's the woman. No. It's the girl. It's the woman that they take. So there's a right. moment yes. when, when they've mowed down. Um, you know the, the the scene where they all run out and they've all got the guns. Mm. And you know, yeah, yeah. And Bill Duke's come out and sort of like you know because Jesse yeah. Ventura's just been killed. When they're laying in wait, when they've set the first booby trap for the predator, she sort of has this story about, you know, she says, yes. um, women in the village would talk about in the hottest summers, this demon oh, would right. come and hunt, hunt the men. And she, says, cool. and she says, like, it goes back generations. So that's yes. obviously South America. I mean, that's set you know, in Valverde, this fictional uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. South American country. But yeah, so the, 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 this idea of it going back like generations is, is, is yeah. woven into that first film. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's sense. also like, i mean predators yeah. have always kind of like in the so-called law many times mm. predators have come back and done crazy shit um mm. yeah, yeah in earth like previous to like even 1700 yeah. like back in aliens versus predator weren't they coming back from like the dawn of time or something yeah right? oh, like, they were they fight? were they yeah. were regarded as gods and everything like that mm. as well there was there was a pretty cool theory as well with with billy uh and i saw it posted up it's been denounced but it's cool anyway 
um, if you remember, Billy has like an, uh, an amulet around his neck and he rubs it and it's an actually old medicine pouch mm, and right. people were speculating, Oh, that's Nauru's medicine pouch that she carries the thing back. Um, so they wanted to connect it to that, but unfortunately Billy is part of the Sioux Indians. I yes. understand not Comanche. So totally a different tribe, but, um, but it was a pretty cool, um, pickup that he does actually have a medicine pouch around mm. his neck. How does yeah. Billy buy it in the original? Like, remind me. Like, how does oh, he he out? stands up. He stands up to the predator. He he yeah. he um leaves the rest of the team behind, and he discards all his weapons except for a huge mother of a machete, and he he faces <laughs> off the predator on that log. That's awesome. Yeah. It's great. I mean, it's one of my favorite yeah. scenes because he's basically trying to buy Dutch, um, yep. Pancho, and and um. The, the woman, I never forget, the woman, yeah. some time. And so he does, yeah, he sort of throws off his gun, he throws off his vest, and he gets that, because he, he takes <laughs> off that the, the pouch, doesn't he? He like, wraps his hand around the sort of the cord, and then he just like runs yes, the knife across yep. his chest, so he's like bleeding. And then you don't see anything, or you, because they go, because he runs off into the, you know, um, uh, Dutch sort of sees what he's doing. He's like, Billy, come on! And, like, does yeah. it, and then he realizes <laughs> what he's doing, and all you hear is Billy screaming. Yeah. And that's all you hear in the distance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's bad yeah, news. It's such, yeah, bad news for Billy. But he's badass. Like, yeah, but like, you know, that's yeah, um, he's badass. He's he's a cook. You, I meant to mention the 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 character of Billy. They use that face sculpt for the spirit figure of GI Joe in the classified series. Oh, wow. really? spirit is like the the Native American GI Joe. Mm, yeah, it's, it's based on it's based on um that, Billy from Predator. Like, yeah, awesome. Yeah, wow. Um, Going back to this, this idea of the Comanche, like one of the things that was controversial then, like you know, because this could have just been, as you say, like you know, uh, a, 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 an indigenous warrior doing his thing and stuff, but they chose to go a different path by having Naru be, um, you know, having a female lead for this film. Now, yeah. there have been women in this series repeatedly, you know, obviously, we've mentioned the first in the, the one in the first, the woman in the first one was more of a, 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 a Token sort of film, but you get what about the chicken predator too? I was gonna say, you get, yeah, yeah, you're gonna get yeah, the no. two in predators, there's, She's there's, badass. there's two female characters, and so they've always, yep. and it, you know, so they've always sort of had that. But to have us as a direct, as the main character, mm. one of the controversies was sort of like, you know, the predator took out this entire elite military force, and then this young girl oh. takes out the predator. Like, what, what are your thoughts oh. on this idea of sort of like having a female lead? My thought just, was it's just a bit, a bit of marketing and they almost kind of want the uh, divisive reaction because there's a bit of discussion. Um, oh. Look, I'm, look I'm, far from, I'm far from a guy who signs off on everything PC culture does, but I think this was fine. Like, mm. it, if anything, it's the flavour of the times. They want the discussion. They want the debate. It, 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 pro it promotes a bit of feedback on the internet and then it comes out luckily it was a good movie so then the haters have to kind of like suck their lemons a little bit you know mm -hmm. um yeah but but i'm cynical of the whole thing like they know what they're doing when they do this and they do it for a yeah. reason which is to generate the discussion basically yeah 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 right? i yeah I um yeah I roll my eyes at, at that I mean not not Dave's comments to the comments of you know these people <laughs> saying that sort of stuff um because yeah it's actually a good point Dave that you say it is a um a a, a very kind of measured uh, decision um that they do and and it's interesting that yeah they do it to generate uh this this talk about it I mean I always look at it's, it's, you don't want to get into the details of it you know I always just look at look hey we've got Ellen Ripley 
beating aliens. We got Sarah Connor, a waitress, beating a Terminator. It's very true, man. Yeah. Why can't you have like a Native American woman beating? Like, so gender didn't even really play. I genuinely say this, I sincerely say it. It did not, did not play a part at all. And just reading all that, it's like, oh, these guys are just looking for something to nitpick on it. Yes, um, I'll make this. Point. I'll make this yeah. comment. Those guys who, are, yeah. those, like the real keyboard warriors who are out there, and they are out there in their mum's basements. Those guys would get absolutely <laughs> dominated. But if they were in a fist fight with a Native American from this time, be that a woman, male, medicine yeah. woman, hunter, yeah. whatever. They would get dominated. They would get killed. Yeah. The, these guys, are, we have grown so soft as a culture, so incredibly soft that, like, uh, if you're not in the military and if you're not a practiced hunter, you would not stand a chance no, at all against a predator anyway. So it's not like these guys would be so much better than her. They'd be so <laughs> much worse, you know. Well, so yeah. no. no, and, and, and also as well, good point. It's a really good point. Actually, no, go on, go on, right? Uh, um. Even if I can say as well, I mean, looking at on the flip side, if you want to go down that route of details and and such, remember each of the Yaucha or each of the predators are different individuals, right? Mm-hmm. So you can't say, oh, look, you know, a predator de- de- defeated a whole crack squad. You know, that was a jungle hunter. This is the feral predator who um, more crazy. is a, a, a crazy, inexperienced, young predator so, we're, you know, we're going to discuss about a lot of the stupidity of the predator. I'll put that down to its inexperience. It's, mm. it's, it's definitely an inexperienced predator. It, it, it um, hones in. It has never been on Earth, right? It hones in on all the animals first. It's trying to yeah, find it something. Up. Yeah, it, it's yeah. trying to find something that is worthy of, of hunting. So it starts at the very smallest, like snake, and then the coyote, and then the bear. So we get that kind of journey for that predator. And... It, it's um again Trachtenberg said it's from another different hemisphere that's why it looks different as mm-hmm. well uh so mm-hmm. there are so many different things that make up you know why arnie and his gang were were beaten and naru yeah. can win well yeah. one of the things i would say as well is and i agree with that because we're definitely going to get to the predator and the, the predator design um mm. but one, one of the things that, that that i find about this idea of you know naru being the the main uh character is as well is the approach like she, she at no point does she stand toe to toe with this predator like mm. you know this isn't yes this isn't exactly, Arnie sort of like yeah. punching it in the face and being like you are one ugly motherfucker like you know <laughs> like, yeah you know, like, and he gets, <laughs> he gets his ass Stick around. exactly yeah, i love that one. Stick <laughs> around. Um, or like, even in, even like danny glover like you know danny glover sort of like goes toe to toe again but like he has yeah. like the bladed weapon and even he gets his ass handed to him and stuff like you know yeah. Um, Can I say actually just Mike Harrigan, out of even more so than Dutch, Mike Harrigan, um, Danny Glover, his character, total badass. He yeah. goes, oh, he so goes toe to toe with the predator. He does not give. He chases the predator yeah. into a <laughs> ship. Like he's he, a great man. The, he's a great. Dude. He's the goat. Like, he's, he's the goat. Yeah. If you yeah. look at the, oh, all no, the franchise, yeah, yeah. Mike Harrigan is the yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Uh, I mean, Danny Glover's also been like crazy shape for that film. It's like you go back and yeah. watch it. Because he was in his fifties, like he was in his sort of early fifties or late forties yeah. when he was doing that film, and he was in his prime, Daddy Glover, that period, fighting prime. But you see, like, he, he changes off Lethal yeah. Weapon three, and he just rolls. Yeah, he changes his. He doesn't. He's a scene where he, like you know he changes his shirt. the hot, isn't it? Like it's the heat wave. Yeah. You do see him change his yeah, shirt, yeah. and you are like, fuck, it's, like you know, that's yeah. not just his <laughs> serious shape for this film. Well done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah no i agree i think the thing with like Naro, like she, they treat her well, like you know the fact that like she's not a, considered a, a direct threat like mm. she fucks up like she makes mistakes and at the end of it like again it, it's about you know uh, adapting that um hunting style that she learns much like the predator does about how like she can't take things on head on so she has to sort of use um intelligence and, and traps and that sort of thing you know so I, I i kind of understand it like it makes sense you know this isn't mm. it works for me on that sense um yeah and they're all and, and you, stories. No, go on. yeah i mean you also get the uh, and i think it's really well balanced um because we do get that service i guess from trachtenberg about we do get the warrior anyway with her brother Tabe and, and the thing, mm-hmm. and you saw how kick-ass he was. Mm. So we, we, we kind of get, I think, satisfied with that by seeing a Comanche warrior, you know, an official yeah. one take on the predator. Yeah. And he, he runs rings around it and it was awesome to see. And he even shouts in the um, Comanche version of the film, he shouts out cheetah once, um, once a predator turns invisible again. And uh, oh, really? that was such a cool, yeah, that was just such a cool moment because he was beating it. Like he was stabbing mm. it. He was um, so you get the more standard warrior there, but yeah, yeah, Naru has to take a different route. And she you can see she's kind of calculating, strategizing what to do. She's she finds that skull helmet and she's like, Oh, actually, he was aiming at the dog. Sorry, but the arrows went that way. And so she yeah. you can see her kind of her thoughts come together with that. And so she comes up with a plan. And I think that's a real strength of hers. And also with the with the flowers when she meets that fur trapper. Um, and she she said, you know, everyone underestimates me. I'm killing you. You you don't know this, but I'm doing it now. And so she's taken the flowers, she's invisible. Um, and yeah, she she literally shoots a predator in the back of its head. That's how close she gets. Yeah. Yeah. It's good yeah. stuff. Yeah. Well, I, I had a I had a comment like if you're if it's like a fighter um, who's like a heavyweight who trades like a Tyson who trades blow for blow and doesn't take a backwards foot, and then you've got got someone who relies much more on speed and, and mm-hmm. reaction speed and is almost a defensive fighter, and mm-hmm. and that's what she's all about. Like a lot of her yep. stuff, it's the classic. And th- I mean, this happened in olden times. Like people wouldn't fight hand to hand a lot they sometimes would harry mm. the enemy from a distance and then run away and try to pull them back and mm-hmm. there was a lot of subterfuge like that's kind of what she does um and very effectively and i yeah. think it made it, it kind of invalidated the complaints then because it wasn't like she was going toe to toe if she'd yeah. been going toe to toe and taking direct hits on oh, the predator off them long that would have totally been a bit unrealistic crap. yeah yeah um whereas Agreed. i mean it, it kind of made movie sense for what she was doing. And like, she did that funny move where she kind of do a half jump, half kick off trees and stuff. I love that. Um, That's so cool. It was cool. Yeah. It was cool. Yeah. And um, mm. yeah, I'd like to see her back and knees in 20 years after doing that kind of stuff. But, um, <laughs> <you know? laughs> but, but yeah, I, I thought it made sense. And you are right. Having her brother there, like for the very first scene, I recall her brother pulled down, like, was it an Eagle or something with one yeah. shot? Yeah. Oh yeah, like, he's okay, way so better with all that. Kind of a yeah. badass. Yeah, he's a yeah. badass. Yeah. So. He's like a he's like yeah, like an experienced sort of like hunter and and, and warrior and stuff. You see, like the sort of the style as well. One thing is you were saying then about that the speed. It made me think of like in in the in predators. That's what Adrian Brody does. You know, sort of mm-hmm. like because they, they're, they're like oh that guy, he is just lean in that film. Like he's not yeah, bulk. Yeah, yeah. He's lean. And so then the, the the way he runs, it's just him sprinting with like a blade at the end and just being faster mm. than the predator. So he's able to sort of like come and cut it and stuff. So it's a the only thing, bulks like, in his nose. The only bulks in his nose. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Let's talk about the Predator though, because it is a different design. Yes. This isn't the first time we've had sort of like you know, obviously, you know, predators have always and this happens in films, but they're slightly changed. But the predator from the OG Predator to Predator 2 are very similar. They are of, of a design. Yes. In yes. Predator uh, Predators, you get uh, a mixture, you get sort of like you know, um the OG predators, and then you get like the super predators, the yeah, the big predators in that one. Do they have the predator dogs in that one? Is that the one where the predator yes. they dogs do. come in? Yeah, yeah. they first introduced yeah. the idea of like predator dogs, and then you get similar things in the predator where you get like a standard predator versus yeah. um the super super duper duper Upgrade, predator, yeah, yeah, which is yeah. fucking ridiculous, and I hate because yeah. this whole <laughs> idea know. of genetics, genetic trading. Oh. Yeah, but this one was interesting because we've always had the mask as well. The mask, is, so there was two things in this that sort of mm. that interest me. Like the, the mask design has always been that sort of grey, sort of like the visor and this sort of thing. It's a cool design. It's, it's a very iconic, very simple but very iconic. But they went yeah. a very different route in this. But one of the things that was interesting for me at least is is the, this idea of like the original mask was for twofold. It's clearly it's there to help them breathe, which is obviously covered in both Predator and Predator Two. It's got like a, uh-huh. a ventilator in there, but also yep. their vision, which is revealed in again, I think in Predator and Predator 2, isn't great. Predator's mm. vision is a bit, you know, it's based on sort of like this, this red blur, and the mask actually mm-hmm. gives them in, improved uh vision. It's like infrared vision they've got, isn't it? Almost, yeah, sort of like it's kind of, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and but the mask gives them that sort of like you know, the ability to see in different, different formats. Yeah. Um, but this mask doesn't cover the full mandibles. It just covers a bit. So I was always like, oh, is this still a filter? Or is it a ventilator? But I love the bone design. That's mm, cool. like, so good, isn't really it? It goes so cool. It goes back to this hunting um, idea of them collecting things, doesn't it? And sort of holding on to the yeah. tri- trophies. But then to blend it into their mask, I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. I like that design. Well, I, I had a point. I had a point, which I brought up when we discussed it on Signal. So... I was thinking with this predator, um, obviously he had the different kind of mask, which as you say was kind of almost more a ceremonial kind of death mask, mm. very in keeping with the thought of Native Americans and mm. buffaloes mm. and stuff. Like, and then you mix it in with instead of having the shoulder rocket, he had the shoulder sort of arrows. Arrows, and I yeah. Was, yeah, and I was saying to Rich, my my co-host, I was saying, well. Like, even though they have technology, like, obviously great technology, they can travel through space and stuff. Societies go through different periods of culture. And maybe where this guy came from, his culture was they enjoyed, this guy seemed to enjoy the more brutal style of a hunt. So he would kind of, that was their culture rather than being, like, if you look at the predators from Aliens versus Predator, who were kind of Mm. armed to the teeth because they're facing Mm, the ultimate enemy. This guy kind of likes to strip it back to basics. I agree. Um, and I was kind of making that. That was my thought. Like, yeah, I don't know well, if that I makes sense. No, no, I agree. Because for me, one of the things that one of the things that really annoyed me more than anything with Predator, Alien versus Predator, and has always bothered me a little bit with some of these things when they, when you have in these films, was when they do show they go, oh, here's the predators from a thousand years ago fighting xenomorphs on top of an Aztec uh, temple, yeah. and you go, right. Yeah. So their technology hasn't advanced and they haven't changed in a thousand <laughs> years. Like that makes yeah, no sense. Yeah. And so yeah. with this one though, you are you're looking back and going, yeah, this is three hundred years ago. Yeah. Or you know, yeah, yeah. and saying, actually, yeah, like you know, they don't have the laser cannons. He just has the yeah. sort of the darts or the the, the the bolts. And actually, yeah, like their approach to this thing to to hunting and thing is slightly different. Like their yeah. culture, 
there's likelihood that in 300 years, the predator, they have a name, but I can never remember what it is. They are Yatuji or whatever. Yaucha. Yaucha, yeah. The predator yeah. culture has changed in 300 years. And yeah, I'm yeah. down with that because that makes total sense. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a mix as well. Look, if I if I am to just totally geek out here with just um some extra predator info, um, look, I think it's a mix as well. Like three hundred year old predator compared to the predator you see in the original film, right? Um, but also number one as well, going back to the fact that this um is potentially a young predator, mm-hmm. and now we see it we see it in AVP Dave as well. Mm. They don't they don't earn their plasma cannons until right. they actually reach a, reach a certain um level of hunter yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so gotcha. this one could right. have easily have been just kitted out with that stuff because you know yeah. you've got to prove yourself um also to the fact that it may be um it may be 300 years ago as well um i kind of think you they probably still would have the technology to do the laser the plasma cannons if they yeah, can yeah, traverse yeah. space, space. Um, yeah also as well i mean in the comics and and i know that the the films aren't beholden to the comics uh, canon but predators actually um can live for thousands of years i know that sounds ridiculous can they really? But they, mm, really yeah so their that. longevity is quite wow. a long long time so uh yeah so I've, i'm imagining the 300 year span and um, for them and maybe that's why uh, um, this is only me kind of trying to reason your point, Scott. Maybe that's why in during the Aztec times, they haven't really advanced because a thousand years or a couple of thousand years is not really mm, that long for them. for them. Yeah. 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 yeah but if you think about it, like as a culture, like as well, I was thinking about this the other day, like if this was a real culture, they don't seem mm. to be the kind of culture that's super focused on building like proper sort of societies and stuff like we do like they're, more, they're, they're, they're literally yeah. sort of more of a predator culture yeah. and a scavenger culture as well mm. because i guarantee mm. you that like if your whole system is based on everyone's hunting off world well you're going to bring back a lot of trophies and technologies from other civilizations yeah. That's a very good point. um it's kind of a weird culture which i love Mm. um but yeah there it's a it's a bizarre culture it's actually a really cool culture when you think about it like because they're not mm. like oh well let's go to school let's go to town hall let's go to work although we do have the switchboard predator in aliens versus predator remember the guy on the switchboard <laughs> and uh he was working on the switchboard Hold um, yeah. so he, he had a job he had a job i guess yeah um but normally they just seem to be kind of roaming around space doing crazy shit mm. like this it is interesting because I yeah. say, yeah, again, like you were saying, if you go into the comics, you get glimpses of this, the, the home world. And we visited it, I think, a couple of times in the comics, and they, they visit it briefly in, in AVP. And Requiem. what's it like? I've not read these comics. What's it like? Is it crazy or what? Yeah, it sort of changes a little bit, but you're right. Like you, They never go into the deep, deep, it's never deep into the culture. Um, yeah. But there's a couple of uh, that have visited the home planet, and it's usually sort of like um, they'll do. Uh, there's like um, a story that's supposed to be about sort of like two brother predators that sort of like, you know, have, have got this sort of history and it results in this sort of like showdown and stuff. And so they've had, they've, they've got like smaller stories that sort of have done it, but they've mm. never had like a, they've never had like an expansive world building story. That's which really I, which I don't want because world. I like no, the I idea of the predators no. kind of being yeah. like, they have a home base occasionally. They might come home to lick their wounds and stuff, but mm. primarily they're a hunting culture. 
like yeah. they yeah. live to hunt. You know, well, I like this um, idea of them having clans. Like you were saying, coming from different hemispheres, like they're, yeah. they're, there are clans of them. They're all slightly That's different, cool. and they're all sort of like they've got their own place, but they go out. They've got, they've achieved interstellar travel and gone like peak. We've I done could it. see That's a gladiator. I, I could see a, gl- a gladiator story with predators who yeah. are maybe like slave predators. Oh, that predators. would be so cool. Yeah. Well, but if you think about it, their culture is all based on death. You know, yes. um, everything yeah. about their culture, it's death hunt based. So if you if they were disgraced or something or a clan got disgraced, well, potentially some slave predators might fight for the amusement of the other predators. They might throw in different monsters into the pit for them to mm. fight. Like their whole entertainment culture would be based around violence and death. You know, because that's what turns these guys on. You know, mm-hmm. they 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 they're sort of not going to sit there and watch rom coms. They're going to, um, <laughs> yeah. You, know, you, it's, you don't it's get influencer. Pred- there aren't influencer predators or sort of like solicitor predators. No. Thank God. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm after work exactly. today, honey. See you yeah. later. Selfies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hunt life. Hashtag hunt. Hashtag hunt life. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. No, you're right. And I like I like the fact that yeah, but so it's always. It, this is the thing with many of these, these these characters. The more you give them a backstory, the more you give them an origin or, or you expand on their world. It can either go really well or yeah. it can be it, it becomes so complex and stuff, you know. Yeah, you don't, I don't want the whole society. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be so crap. You you don't need to yeah. actually Chuck Dixon um is a big predator fan, and we've had him on the show many times. At one time we went into detail because I think he did one of the Batmans versus Predators. And I always say to him, Chuck, yeah. what about a story from Predator's point of view? And he goes, yeah, good idea, but don't take it back to the home world. That's what yeah, he told me. I agree. Yeah, totally right. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. away because yeah. we don't want to see the Predator at home kind of cutting the lawn. Um, <laughs> no. We want to see him out there doing crazy stuff like hunting. Yeah, you, you've got to... You've got to maintain the mystique, I think, mm-hmm. as well. That's, that's what much of the... Um, uh, appeal for the character is and for what we want like we just know the simple things like it's so you know going to the predator it's explaining why they rip out the spines was just too convoluted for me yeah and when no it should have just been hunting like they just take it for trophies but it's like oh no they're collecting the dna they want to you know harvest oh, this and that what yeah. no yeah yeah they yeah, do yeah. it to show, show off their kill they do it to show That's off what it should be yeah, That's exactly. what it should I be. totally agree. But, not collecting yeah. DNA. He wasn't collecting yeah. DNA in the Predator, the original Predator movie. No, he wasn't no, worried he about was, DNA. He was, collecting, <laughs> he was collecting trophies. So that's the thing is that yeah. when you try and shift that you know backstory, it, it starts to fall apart. Yeah. And I hate that for I really just I dislike that. You know, even if you're like, well, that's a different clan. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. It doesn't make sense. It's, <laughs> yes. a, a it's the same thing yeah. with um, a, a slight tangent. It's the same thing I feel with like Prometheus and Alien Covenant, where they're like, we've yeah. now got a full history, we've still got a full origin yeah. for the xenomorph. And I'm like, I didn't want a full Mate, yeah, origin yeah. For I the totally xenomorph. agree. Like, this makes no sense. Leave it alone. I, I yeah. don't hate those movies, but I also don't love those movies. I find yeah. them almost mm-hmm. a bit of a chore. Like they're interesting yeah. enough, but they're also a bit of a chore like give me aliens any day yeah those. exactly mm. yeah. <laughs> uh, it's exactly so, sorry scotty i've just got to chime in with prometheus and covenant i, I want to rewatch them again as well but i feel exactly the same way as you i i think um it, it kind of didn't satisfy on both fronts in the fact that okay number one i don't want to know about the xenomorphs history but you're going to kind of give it to us anyway but also you're not giving us a story 
with the focal point on them. It, to me, it veered into like David, the, the yeah, synthetic, yeah, yeah. and and all that's oh, like yeah. I, I, I want to watch these movies for aliens. I don't want to watch it for another completely different oh, cast dude, of characters. How much about the mechanics yeah. as well? I was like, who are the fucking yeah. mechanics? Like I didn't <laughs> yeah. even know oh, they the existed. Engineers. Like, <laughs> the engineers, the engineers, yeah. whatever they're called, yeah. like. Those yeah. guys, I'm like, yeah, where exactly. are they aliens? And it's like, well, there's one scene exactly. of them somewhere. And I'm like, yeah, they're all through these bloody movies. Like, yeah, yeah it's, um, it's Ridley Scott, yeah. Ridley Scott's fever dream. And it needs to stop, if I'm perfectly honest. <laughs> um, going back to Predator, what the, the actual Predator that there was, um, a couple of things you said, this idea of it being a young Predator. Um, and you, you made a really good point there, Ray, before about its escalation. Like, you know, the first thing there's it hunts a snake and there's a coyote and then the bear. And the bear scene is ace. I mean, it's sort of like, you know, oh, is, I love it. But you, it, it's, it, it shows that it's, it's, it's not an easy kill. Like, you know, it's, it's, it has to battle it a little bit and it's got like, you know, the fight. Um, and I've, I've already seen people complaining, like, well, bears don't act like that when the bear starts chasing down um, <laughs> Nauru. And I'm like, it's just a film. Like, you know, it's just yeah, it's attention. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Like, you know, I've seen the I've seen the great outdoors with Dan Aykroyd. Bears don't yeah. act like that either. It's a, break, it's a, film. Like, it's a movie about an alien. Like yeah. The, the, yeah bear, exactly. the bear advocates are coming out now. The, the bear yeah. supporters are like, bears are being maligned in this film. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> appropriating bear behavior. But, um, but also, don't they always say, like, from what I know about, like, hunting movies, it, there are many times where, like, if you go near a bear's, like, um, cubs and stuff, they do oh, get yeah, quite protective. Yeah. No, you yeah. Know? yeah. Mm. Like, I would, if I saw a bear in the woods, I wouldn't be like, I oh, know, big deal. I'm no, like, no, no. shit. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, no. If I saw a bear's, like, hopping out of the woods, I'd be, yeah, I think I'd be a bit like, oh, well, this yeah. is unfortunate. I'm not sure what to do in this situation. It's soft <laughs> and modern. Um, but, like I said, you know, I accept it. It's fine. It's not the best i think it's a bit that that hobbit is a bit compacted but it raises the tension it's perfectly fine but that moment it's one of the they they, they sort of established one of those iconic moments where he the predator grabs the bear like basically has gutted it lifts it yeah. above its head and you see that the predator because visible because the blood just yeah. runs <laughs> down anything in it yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i was just like yeah, good. oh that's fantastic like that's so yeah. such a yeah. cool image um, yeah. And it tells you something about that predator. It tells you it that this predator is, he likes to fight. Yes. He, he, mm. he, I mean, he, he enjoyed that fight with the bear. Yeah. And this is a predator who really lives for the kind of more brutal raw kill. You know, yeah. Can, can I also just um, add in as well? It's, uh, you know, Dave, I think you'll appreciate this as well. I was, um, da uh, Daniel, uh, Daniel, Dan Trachtenberg said in, in an interview as well, he kind of explained the difference between this predator and the other predators. And he said, the other predators in AVP, you know, in the jungle and all that, consider them New Yorkers. Mm, yeah. This feral predator is your outback Australian. He's like a redneck. He's like a redneck guy. You yeah. Know? Well, yeah. Cause he, he's bloodthirsty. You know, he's very kind of um, primal. Uh, so yeah. very yeah, different. And That's it. Yeah. Well, th this is the approach. I mean, the scene with the, uh, the, the French hunters, the French hunting group is oh. so different. Like the, in, in the original predator, if you take that even, or even sort of like predator two, like the predator stands at a distance. It uses its, uh, camouflage, it's laser, you know, it's a shoulder cannon, it uses its tools to hunt from a distance. That's the point. Like, it's about getting in close, and it'll probably use um, the wrist blades and stuff. But it, it you know, in yeah. both those films, it takes something to draw them out to go toe to toe with them. Like, it really takes, mm. they have to real feel like, you know, like for art, like, you know, when he grabs Arnie at the end, 
and he takes off his mask and stuff. Like he's like, okay, this is going to be a cool challenge. Like it's that's the point. Like it's about escalation to that. But in this one, this predator is all about that fist fight. Like you see him taking yeah. on the bear. He just jumps into the fray with all those French yeah. hunters when they're shooting at him and he's like <laughs> yeah. lopping off heads with his shield and doing stuff. Yeah. Like, you're right. Like the, the approach for this is not um like a distance hunter. This isn't someone with a sniper exactly. rifle. This is someone with a, like yeah. with bladed weapons that's just getting stuck. Exactly. He's got like, like it's like an old Viking warrior berserker mm. or something almost. Yeah. You know, like yep. yeah. yeah. It's yeah. cool. And and Ray, doesn't that like if if you because I've read quite a few of the comics now, and in the in the comics they often have different versions of predator. Like there's like police enforcer predators, there's the yeah. crazy serial killer predator. Yeah, there's yep. you know there's a few different versions, so it's not the first time that we've been given like a different version of, of exactly. predator. Like you know, yeah. Exactly. And, and again, I, I take it back to the point that um, the predators aren't kind of like xenomorphs. They're not all mindless, you know, drones, so to speak. Definitely not. Yeah. And these are, these are individuals. Like, you know, they're as different as, you know, Scott and Dave and myself, you, all of us, you know, we've all got our different nuances and, and stuff. So um, I'm the that's serial killer I, predator, man. I'm the serial killer <laughs> predator. Bad blood. Uh, all the way. And they're, they're stationed in life as well, Dave. Yeah, exactly. The enforcer predator and the, the total psychotic predator. We, Dave's referring to bad blood yeah yeah you're an enforcer so, predator right you're an enforcer predator <laughs> i can see you man of re- red rules and regulations comes in <laughs> but i mean i love i love that idea uh with the predators so they're all very different and, and you can't just kind of blanket them all with oh they all should be acting like this because they've all they're all mm, very yeah. different i mean even the predator too the city hunter is very different from the jungle mm. hunter um, a little bit more, I've heard as well, they're saying he's just slightly a little bit more unhinged than the jungle hunter. I mean, he was willing to blow up the whole city block and detonate when he was just hanging off that that building, you know, whereas the the jungle hunter, will, he that was his last resort. You know, he was yeah. dead anyway, so he, he kind of yeah. did it. Well, what, what um, one of the interesting things actually about Predator 2 that I sort of, um, I didn't really think about until sort of like watching this, I've gone back and sort of watched some of the others. With Predator and with this, but with Predator and with this, uh, where you see them, um, not so much with the predator, because you don't really sort of understand it, it does not really goes into it, but they're sort of like an excursion. Like you see that that single predator is, is there's a, you know, a ship arrives and they get sent down like a shuttle or a, or a pod or yeah. whatever. So they are a single predator sent on a hunt, right? Yes. But with Predator 2, it's one of the big ships mm. is landed in the subway and there are other predators in that ship yeah. just, just hanging out. Apparently, yeah. Well, this guy is <laughs> doing the, that in the city, so it's almost like you yeah. know, maybe it is. It's like, all right, well, he's on parole. <laughs> we've, <laughs> yeah, exactly. we've let we've let we've let crazy yeah. we've let crazy Jeff out for a bit. We'll bring him back soon. But yeah, well, I think there's a whole story behind that as well because th- those predators in Predator Two at the end, including the city <laughs> hunter, have been called have been dubbed the Lost Tribe. So mm-hmm. they uh, had been marooned or lost, uh, stranded on on Earth, and I. Th- I think that City Hunter decided to just, yeah, as you say, Scott, just eh, I'll let him go, just let him do his thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, he so got, very he got involved from... in the gang war and stuff, and he, yeah, he yeah, got yeah. Involved, you know. <laughs> but, that's a really good point. Actually. Like, we don't because we never get that backstory. Like, you know, I don't know. I've got weirdly, I, I've got the novelization and the comic, oh, nice. uh, co- yeah, uh, yeah, that they did of it. Um, yeah. And it, yeah, I know the comicization doesn't cover it because it's one of those things. It's only two issues, and it's really mm. cut down. It's quite good though, right. quite good, but it's really cut down. 
but the novelization doesn't mention either but you're right there should be that moment that, that i'd love to see that because not this is the thing i love about novelizations this is again on a, on a whole different tangent i know we're going off on it but like I, the novelization is that opportunity to do that thing as a writer. Like if you've yeah. ever read yeah, yeah, yeah. Gremlins as a, uh, oh. I don't think anyone, many people have done this. But if you if you read the Gremlins novelization, it gives you the history of Mogwise and Gremlins, and you oh, realize awesome. you find out that they are. Yeah, it does. I, I owned it as awesome. a kid. It does. Yeah, did it you? talks about oh, them. I want to read it. It talks yeah. about them in World War Two and stuff. Yeah, it does. And it talks about their home planet. Yeah. It does. It talks about them coming from their home planet. And the same with not ET. much, Ray. Just a bit of stuff. Like okay, a yeah, bit yeah. Of stuff. There's, there's a, be fun yeah, though. But it's, oh, it's, it gives you enough backstory. But the same with like, the yeah. ET novelization gives you stuff. But there's a there's a whole chapter on his home planet where it sort of like it gives you this backstory of who ET is and stuff. And these little bits, and you're like, that's what I want to see. Like, yeah, what was happening with this ship that was trapped in Los yeah. Angeles and things? So, um, be, that'd be quite cool to see. Um, but this and then it flies like, off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, what, why didn't you do that before? <laughs> but other things, like, yeah, that, that, and it, you know, to get to the point, to bring it back to pray, to pray <laughs> obviously, is the gun. You know, because everyone was talking yeah. about, oh, this is you know, prey. Obviously, it's it fits in canon. It's in, it's in, it's in um, you know, canon with Predator. And then they give us the gun, and I'm like, oh, it's in, it's in canon with Predator too as well. <laughs> that's awesome. Like, you that know, so and, cool. and that's the yeah. gun. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. That's the gun the elder Predator has and gives yeah. to Danny Glover. Is that Ray correct? Back. It is. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. As a, as a kind of like um, as thanks for coming. Um, Look, you you beat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Memento. Well done. Memento. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, which that, is I, cool. I, look, I mean, but that's yeah. that's clever of Disney to like. I mean, like, let's be honest. Let's get cynical for a second. This is Disney kind of doing a bit of fan service, and mm-hmm. and they're pretty much saying we want to if the if the fan response is good, if the numbers on Hulu are good, we can continue to pump our Predator stuff. Yes. You know, and see, that's look, basically. Uh, it. Sorry, I mean, I don't, I don't know as well the the ins and outs of it as well. I, I thought that Trachtenberg had written that in anyway before it all came over to Disney because he, oh, probably he said as well, yeah, because yeah, he said, look, um, he said it uh, in seventeen whatever around, yeah. you know, distinctly to to get to that gun and okay, um, well, there you go, and and as a as a, uh, a little aside, really cool, they they actually couldn't find the original prop, so. They saw a guy online, a, a mega predator fan, and he had a replica of the gun. Mm, and they actually got cool. in touch with him and go, "Can I just, can we just borrow it for this movie?" And so, yeah, so <laughs> that's cool. So I, I love the fact that his replica now becomes an actual screen used prop. Yes, that that's cool. very that? cool. That is cool. Yeah. That is very yeah. cool. Um, yeah, but this, I mean, this film, the prey is filled with little Easter eggs, and and you know, obviously the gun is the main one, and I loved it the moment it came in. It made, it gave me that sort of like, oh, this is so cool. But they, yeah. they, did you know it was coming? Sorry, Scott. Before, no, or it did, it I didn't, didn't as well. It didn't I until no it appeared. Then yeah. I was like, the moment I saw it, because one of the French yeah. hunters has got it and stuff, and I was like, oh wow, that's amazing. Yeah, me too. Um, How about you, Dave? Did you did you pick it? Or? Uh, sadly, no. because I do all the news for Signal of Doom, oh. I was aware of it. Um, mm. Not that ah, it, right. not I, not that I cared. Like, um, but you know, I no, was yeah. aware of that because it, it had popped up in the news cycle, um. sort of um, by the time we did the show. But but that's it. Uh, like when yeah. it came up, I was like, I, I took great delight in saying that to Michelle, who was like, um, you know, I'm not sure she even <laughs> watched Predator Two, and there was a great <laughs> debate. Uh, with Rich, who claimed Ray that it wasn't the same yep. thing, 
And, and I said, sorry, pal. Oh. And I went to the internet page and showed him the images and he had to humiliatingly concede that it was, in fact, <laughs> an Easter egg. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was a major one. But I mean, there's a couple of others, you know. There's the if it bleeds, we can kill it. And, and mm, yeah. what, what did you think? Was of it? It? I didn't oh, like yeah. that one. I actually it, thought that was really on the nose. Yeah, and I, yeah, yeah, I don't that like that it when was, they. Yeah. yeah. The, the worst yeah. part of this film for me is the worst. So the, the one of the weaker parts for me in this film is what I'm going to call the Hunter Bros. Um, is, yeah, they're pretty is, lame. Yeah, well, they do. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think this is the thing. Like, I haven't watched the command all of the Comanche version. Like, I've watched. Um, some of it, so I was watching some of this and stuff, and it works better with that dub, it works much better in, in with that and then subtitles because when they translate to English, like some of the some of the dialogue they have at that point is really clunky, especially when they're sort of like, um, mm. the hunter bros are sort of like down on Nauru and they're sort of like you know having a go at her and stuff. And I was just like, man, you just sound like yeah. a bunch of like college dudes, like this sounds, yeah, it sounds, yeah, too, but sounds like, too modern, dude, it's it's a trope. Like it's it the trope yeah. of the annoying guys on the hunt. Like, yeah, I, I was almost like, like it was just setting the scene. You know, well, no, I, get, I get it, and it's also especially representative of like Mac, of, of you know toxic masculinity and all that kind of stuff. I get that, oh, but I don't know. Right. There was, I think, there could have been better ways of doing it. That was just the dialogue mm. just felt like it could have been funnier. Of... It could have been a lot funnier. <laughs> But it's yeah. also setting those guys up to just be complete. Um, oh, they're fodder, you know, aren't they? they are just, they're fodder, yeah, cannon yeah, fodder. That's exactly yeah, fodder. Fodder. you're meant to kind of slightly <laughs> dislike them, so that when the predator just demolishes them, you almost don't even notice. Exactly. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I do like though how the relationship with um, Naru and, and Toby, I think, uh, 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 oh, Toby, really it's really good. Yeah. I think it feels like a, you know, there's there's an element of sort of authenticity and sincerity yeah. between them that I just really thought was. It's cool. Yeah, can you believe? Can, can you believe that the actor Dakota Beavers, the guy that plays Tabe, mm. he that's his first acting gig. He's mm. not an actor. How good is he as an actor? He is like, good. I mean, yeah. I'm not he's saying like he's job. an Oscar performer, like you know, an Oscar performance. Yeah. But um, as far as like first time actor goes, he was yeah, really he did a good job. Believable. Yeah. He did a good yeah. job. Yeah. No, he comes across. He's confident and everything. Like I feel like yeah, yeah. he knows what he's doing. So um, yeah, I, th- I think he's actually. He's actually pretty good in this. Like, I think, but yeah. I, and I think because of the, the relationship between like him and, and, and Amber uh, Midhunter, like you know, because mm. of the way they 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 work together, like it makes it feel. It because if you know, it, it, there are times that it is clunky and stuff, and it does. It's, it's mm. obviously clunky. Yeah. I'm like, I'm willing to forgive that because there are other scenes that feel genuinely. Um, uh, you feel a real sibling yeah, kind exactly. of like feeling yeah. there, you know, totally. like not rivalry, yeah. more like it's not rivalry, no, 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 connection, yeah. Yeah. There's, yeah, a wa- yeah. there's a warmth that he has, for, like he sticks That's up for her, yeah. Like, I wasn't he, sure what like... that word was, warmth, mate. There you go, <laughs> I wasn't familiar with that <laughs> you word, you hardly use that, David, but um, when she kind of tags along and he's kind of like, no, no, she's she's good with the medicine, just keep her along, like he's he's always sticking up for her, which is he's given the opportunities, isn't he? He gives those opportunities he's not he's not going to kick her back but he's also not going to put her down like yeah he's actually like, <clears throat> i can't i can't tell these guys you're a great hunter like i can't tell them that but yeah. i can give you the opportunity to be here so let's yeah see what we can do totally. yeah. uh, which i thought was really cool uh final point so let's just get on to the final things we've talked about the gun we talked about all the different easter eggs and stuff like that and uh, but we uh-huh. do this film ends with an easter egg within not Easter eggs, but it's sort of a glimpse. And in the, in the title, she returns. She's holding the, pre- the head of the predator again. Loved it. Yeah, uh, again. If you've seen, um, there's another one. Uh, there's a comic series that was released between um, the Dutch series 
um, and I forgot it's called now, uh, which was sort of again, he was an indigenous sort of like he's a soldier. Big game, big, big game. game. Yeah, we're go. doing that on Signal of Doom yeah. next week. We are doing <laughs> this. Have you read it yet? Have you read it? It's very good. Dave. I haven't, but I will have read it so by next good. week when we do the show. I'm looking it forward to it. Yeah. It was yeah. Ray's suggestion. I yeah. gave it. I, yeah. I said to Ray, Enoch, suggest yes, suggest yeah. a storyline. Yeah, that is not um, concrete jungle. Uh, mm-hmm. And he said, "Big game," and so we're doing it. Yeah, it's such That's a good. It's good, Dave. It's a good yeah. run. Yeah, it's good. It's a good book. Um, and so, yeah, her walking back with the head sort of reminded me of, of that that series. Yes, but th- then obviously it goes to the credits, and you get sort of the animation stuff in that sort of like you know that sort of cave painting or that sort of in- in- indigenous people sort of style. And then it ends though with like three mm. ships appearing and yeah. coming down. And all I could think of is like, yeah, they're fucked. Can I ask a question? Why would it take, like, okay, one predator got killed, one crazy little predator. I mean, three ships are going to wipe out that tribe in five seconds. You know? well, they is, might not. They might not wipe it out. Like they, yeah. it might be collecting the body. Like you know, and much like we yeah, saw yeah, with Predator okay. Two, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah, okay. And also, if you've ever yeah. read the first, um, the first Batman versus Predator. Uh, written by Dave Gibbons. Yes, yes. The same thing in that, like you know, the the the, the predator sure. actually is forced to commit ritual uh, suicide because it's sort of it's you know it it goes humiliated. after. Yeah, it's humiliated and stuff. Um, so yeah, you're right. They're probably just coming to collect. And how how much would it spin that tribe out for her to dump that head down? Can you imagine? Oh, yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. literally, yeah, exactly. It's, I, I made a comment actually to uh, my girlfriend when we were watching it, or just after. So I was saying to her, like in the legends of, you know, in the campfire legends, they had legends of monsters and stuff. Because like in the primitive yes. world, everything that they don't understand, whether it be technology or whatever, is kind of a bit magic, you know, because mm. their world's a lot, the world's a lot bigger kind of thing. Like, you know, they, it's a lot more mysterious. And mm-hmm. so even having legends of hunters and predators and stuff, They've got like boogeyman in the night that they actually believe are kind of real, and then she comes in with one and just dumps it down <laughs> yeah. on the ground, and it's like shit. Like so legends, Imagine the kids, legends, like the, yeah, the little kids the... running around the. Yeah, <laughs> that that's a way of disciplining kids because like that that head goes on a spike, and they're just like if you don't if you don't eat, if you don't eat your dinner, you don't go to bed. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, in that case, it's I'll get Naru. Cool. Naru's coming to get you. She'll put you to bed. <laughs> oh no, I'm not messing with her. She's crazy. It's pretty cool. I love yeah. it. I love um, I love that scene that she brought that back because yeah, I believe is. someone else at one point brought he brought back the the tiger or what it was whatever it was remember the yeah brother? Tiger, yeah yeah mm. the brother yeah the, so not yeah, tiger but whatever it was the lion, jungle mountain, cat like a mountain lion, lion isn't it yeah 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 um, and so that was cool no I agree it sort of runs out of that parallel but um we want because I want to finish on this before you know because I want to go talk about potential sequels. Quick to wrap mm-hmm. on that, but we'll talk about. We want to talk about the stupidity of the predator because I want to talk about how he <laughs> beats the predator. Because, and I will say this: of all the things that happen in this film, for the predator to be beaten by the the targeting system on its own helmet, yeah. and it, whilst he got stuck in a swamp, really bothered me. Mm-hmm. But, well, I, I didn't yeah. even understand what happened. I actually said to Michelle, "What happened?" I wasn't even. I I, <laughs> I was so dumb that I didn't even realize that that, that thing was a targeting system. And I thought it was just a cool helmet he had on. Uh, and so I didn't even understand it. And when it was explained to me, I was like, look, it's the weakest part of the movie, but at the same yeah. time, they have to kill it somehow, you know? So, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Yeah. So I, what, I think, what do you think, right? I, yeah. I, I think um, it, it, it 
when I first watched it, it, it doesn't have the um, grandiose finish as like the first or Predator 2 mm-hmm. or even uh, Predators for that reason. Um, I, yeah, I, I, I'd agree as well. I, I think anyway, it, they wanted to show Nauru kind of beating it with her smarts. And, and that mm. was, I guess, the way to do it. Um, because I, was, I had scenarios in my head, like what if it got bogged down in the swamp and then she comes over and she starts like hacking it or, or killing it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then you'd get, you'd get the naysayers going, oh, how can this, you know, slight girl do all that? So she had to do it through, um, as you say, Dave, subterfuge and, and uh, deception. And that this was a way to do it. I mean, maybe they could have come up with something a little bit more, um, inventive for it um but you know it was signposted throughout the film as well i mean where should, yeah yeah they sort of do this and this is this is the problem i had with it because i often do this not i try to fix things in my head but they do show it because they show they, they show it really well because you know we're, we're used to the three the dots the triangle yes. of dots yes. right yes and they show that and then but then it shows the dots separating like you know, and then you mm-hmm. see the darts going into a tree like the bolts going into different things and i was like oh cool it is a targeting system like it follows the laser targeting but the problem with the ending is so many things have to fall into place for the predator to be in the position for the targeting system to land on it because it's not a big targeting area it's quite a small triangle Mm. so for it to fall in the swamp fine i'll get that i'll accept that because that's been used and so that you know it's the sort of you know um it's going to come back it's going to play a part in the finale i'm fine with that not a problem yeah but to have it sort of like on a tree and for it to get stuck at that point i was like i'm not buying that for me, what it should have been is she should have been like a bit like Dutch in the first one, sort of like, you know, come on, kill me, come on, yeah. doing that. And then as yeah. it got closer, and when it was just the fire, she pulls out the helmet, knowing yeah. that the targeting system, and almost like then the darts could have been fired back at it. Like, you know, she's had that. That thing. would be yeah. cool. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, that would have been smarter. Would be and I'd have been like, okay, I get it. Now that would have been like, she's using its weapons against it in a much more yeah. constructive way. Um, so what can you explain to me? Because I'm still unclear on what she actually did. Can you explain so, what actually happened? Yeah, so she she sort of <laughs> tricks it. She tricks it into falling into the swamp, which she, she yes. fell into earlier in the film. Yes. Hoping yes. to kill it, maybe. Like yeah. hoping. Yes. Like, so hoping she, yeah. to drown it kind of thing. Yeah. 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 So she's hoping it will yeah, it'll get sucked under. She's got her axe and she's ready to sort of like give it that final blow. But it has its um, is it like a, is it on the is it on its wrist or it's got some? I think it's on the gauntlet. It's yeah, on the gauntlet, yeah, isn't it? It fires those bolts out, and so the bolts though use the laser targeting system to find their target. And what she's uh-huh. done is put the helmet in a tree or in a bunch of trees right next right. to the swamp. So, when, but so when they when it turns on the, the 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 wrist gauntlets, the targeting system comes on as well, and you just see that these red dots are sort of like on the side of the predator's head. Mm. So, so just it, luckily it was in the same spot. Yes, exactly. Well, totally she's just kind of go. Yeah. Well, I think she's. Yeah, true. I mean, it, as you say, Scott, she should have like called to it, and you should have maybe seen it walk towards her through the swamp. You know, mm. so so she can align it with it because it's kind of like David a trip wire. If you imagine it like that, the, it's it's got the the three um, scopes or the three lasers is where she wants to line the predator's head. So it was coincidental that he was just there exactly. Um, it would have been good if like she kind of goaded it towards her or, or further Into away a kill from zone. her or whatever. Into exactly. a kind of yeah. kill zone. Yeah. 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 It, it needed to be in this exact yeah. spot. And she was like... Uh, so I didn't even realize... See, I'm so stupid sometimes that I didn't even <laughs> understand what actually happened. Um, well, it, yeah, it, that actually sounds worse, but it would have <laughs> made more sense if she'd had it carrying it 
and had pulled it like I'm, I'm, I mean better than this, but like kind of pulled it from behind it back. Exactly. Yeah, that's what Done Scott was saying. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Exactly. As you're saying, Scott, and they kind of yeah. come back and kill him. Yeah. Um, yeah. That also would have made more sense as a viewer rather than having. Mm-hmm. A yeah, that would have been pretty cool. It makes actually. it makes her more proactive in its in its beating yeah. in the beating of it. So, but yeah, so I do I do feel the ending the, the killing is a bit of a is a bit of a uh, damp squib, unfortunately. But the the lead up, sorry, Scott, to it, the fight I thought was really good. Oh yeah, the rest, it was. Good. It the was. rest of it was. The rest of it was. Like she set up it those was. baby traps, the, the spikes on the trees because mm-hmm. she she mm-hmm. let it because she knows it's in the treetops. Um, also that. I reckon it was a homage to uh, Predator 2 where he, he lops his own arm off uh, and he just stares at it. Yeah, and yeah. I think he was in shock, just like, what yeah. the? Yeah. Um, and that was really cool. So, yeah, a lot yeah. of good moments in there. Yeah. there is some, there's some, that, and that's why I think I was so disappointed by the very end because like everything else mm. before, it's really good. And I was a bit like, yeah. oh, oh, well, that sort of seems a bit lackluster. Um, let's wrap up on this then, right? What follows this? So I'm going to ask you both, right? So two two things. Right, let's start. Do you want a continuation of the prey story? Do you want to see the return of Naru, or do you want to see somewhere and someone else? So somewhere or somewhere. Ray, Ray can go first. Yeah, I think Ray, he's got go first. Ray, Ray, go first. Ray, go first. Easy answer. I want it all, Scott. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I, I will happily take a sequel to Prey because I, I, I think, um, yeah, Amber Mid Thunder as well. Unfortunately. Dakota Beave is no longer there because his character died, but um, she was really, I, I loved watching her in Prey. It was really good. So I'd, I'd be totally happy to see what happens. Um, but having said that as well, you know, the, we've got a wide canvas now. So um, some when I would love a, a some when uh, too, maybe another, maybe another period um, piece. Uh, or I'm actually going to go something a bit weird and just say, I'd love to see it like, really in the future i did see yeah. recently online um there was a uh the predator during the skynet um, rain and there was like a cyborg predator i saw and it was very cool wow um i i would love to see predators um maybe in the deep future as well so uh cool. yeah i like that yeah. idea the deep future that's kind of interesting <laughs> that's yeah. a cool idea yeah what about you david what are your thoughts uh okay so don't really need a sequel to Prey in terms of like the, you know, I think, cause I think we've been there, done that maybe in a few years for sure. But I think right now they're better to go bigger. Uh, I would like to see um, sort of a samurai uh, kind of style yeah. thing. And I want to yeah. see it. I also want to like more importantly than just the period of history. I want to see more than just a hunting party. I, I would like to see Roman empire versus predator um or japanese samurai and down the track maybe another native american but it's not super necessary i Mm. i love ray also um so that's one thing i want i I want a a much better aliens versus predator and i would set that off world yep um and have very little humans in it at all maybe one (laughs) human um and just get in the way yeah yeah so predators versus alien done much better with a much mm. better storyline um and and all that kind of stuff um and ray were you saying i would like to see predator versus the uh robots from terminator like the you yep. know the, the terminator absolutely like, absolutely so in, yes and like if they could do that <laughs> and, and i'm not saying they do that next i'm no. saying they do that down the track 
but I, I think their next thing should be another period piece because I think it works well and you just expand the story more and give a different locale. Um, and then I think you throw the game out by doing it far in the future, uh, off-world. So you take it outside of Earth and I think that would be really cool. And I, and I think the future yeah. is actually now quite bright. So mm-hmm. yeah. I think yeah, so. me too. Great opportunity. Yeah. You see about the Samurai one, I saw a really awesome proposal on this one. Um, the, the actor... And again, I was like, this guy is perfect for it. The actor, I'm going to butcher his name, so I apologize. Hiro, uh, Hiro Yuki Sanada uh, mm-hmm. um, from Mortal Kombat, Bullet Train. Yes, I know uh, which one. Yeah. All those guys. I love him. He's a great actor. Him against a predator in sort of like, you know, Edo, Japan. Like, you know, yeah, as, a, yeah. as that yeah. samurai. Basically, he takes sort of like Yojimbo as a wandering samurai against, cool. a, against a predator. You know, have like I'd a, like to see a predator. I'd like to see in Ghost of Tsushima, the video game, a predator download that, and a predator just roaming around. Seriously, in that, game, that yeah, know? that's what I was thinking. That sort of game, yeah. that character yeah. against the wandering samurai, that Ronin versus versus a predator. Yeah. Um, also, I'd like awesome. to see a proper predator game, like that would be oh, open world. I wouldn't, I wouldn't like, love why not? Well. Like, give give me yeah. a predator video game that's more than just a, a sort of first person shooter. Um, thing like give me give me one where i can be predator you know what i mean mm. like i can be predator out there in space <laughs> yeah and um that would be great i think i think and, you, uh, you might you might get it i think you get it. the future's bright yeah, i think so. prey seems to have made enough so. of an impact that people are recognizing it it's a god it's a good solid film it's made a lot of you know people going definitely yeah this yeah. What, it's exactly what the franchise needed the franchise exactly 100%, exactly 100 exactly. uh, and I it think, had a tough Sorry. No, go on. Go. Oh, no, I was about to say, and it had a tough um, hill to climb after mm. the debacle that was the Predator. So, yeah, you know, sure. by any account, this has just done wonders for the franchise. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Well, I think what you'll do is I think this is going to have a wider impact than just the Predator franchise. Like, I do think you will see more. I think you, I think we will see the return of Naru. Although that would be the first time we would have a character returning. We've never had mm. a returning character. Um directly in any any of the predator films um although they've tried they've obviously the predator wanted to have dutch in that final scene yeah so glad right. they didn't yeah but um and don't forget they wanted yeah, to have Newt and and sigourney oh, weaver come down at the end gosh. like it was just bizarre thank- what they wanted it didn't even make yeah. sense thankfully no. <laughs> thankfully that never happened um yeah. so that yeah so there's all that so they could have the first returning character which would be interesting i like this idea of going through sort of like different things not to the wild west i don't want to see that because that i've seen aliens oh. versus cowboys i don't think it that'd be work. cool i'd like to say that, that would be, be yeah awesome. i was just thinking no, that'd be cool <laughs> <laughs> although bone tomahawk was a, was a good was probably a good example of how it could be done to film with them um yeah Kurt Russell. Um, Kurt Russell, which I think would be a good oh, idea. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just think there's so many ideas that you could do. And I think, you know, uh, yeah, especially yeah. with Marvel now doing the comic book series and stuff, I think, you know, the, we can expand on that that mythology and, and that sort of thing. So I'll be interested to see how they do it. Um, but I do think this is going to go beyond the predators. I think there'll be other franchises that are going to look at this and say, oh, we can go and do something else. Let, let's try and do something else. Um, exactly. And it wouldn't surprise me if you, you end up seeing uh, other iconic characters going into different periods or doing something similar to this. Um, yeah. yeah, it's all about execution at that point. Mm. Um, you know, yeah. and, and frankly, you know, like, I think this one worked with the lower budget and everything, but yeah. in my real heart of hearts, if I want Romans versus Predator, 
I don't want low budget. I want, no, you want it on the, the Roman cinema, in war the machine, yeah. the Roman yeah. war machine coming yeah. up against the predator. Um, that's one of my dreams. Um, mm. You know, one of my fever dreams uh, is to have <laughs> kind of a war situation. Um, but yeah, there's there's a lot of different different ways it could go. But like I say, I think down the track, maybe in you know two three years time revisiting aliens versus predator might be a really yeah. good idea yeah keep it close well, to we've the got it could be good yeah, yeah we also have as well um just to remind uh, everyone i think it's going into production next year 2023 there's an aliens tv show yeah um really uh, yeah run by noah hawley uh the mm. guy that did legion i believe uh, he did okay. Legion, that TV series. But uh, I've seen some of the concept art for that already, and it looks really good. But again, and they're, really they're going Scott's to... producing that too, isn't he? I think. Oh, I, I, I think, think he really might Scott's involved. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure, but um, it's going down the same route as well. It's going straight to, to Hulu or whatever. So mm. I think they're, they're, cool. they're testing the waters like with Predator and Aliens there. Hopefully, we might get a Terminator one because they're the big three they own, yeah. they own them they own it all this is the thing that's weird yeah. right? you know, disney owns it because yeah. the, the thing that to remember is i think and i think disney is testing the waters now because yeah um as you said you've had this you know you've had prey yes. they are doing this thing with alien the other thing that was already greenlit but has been pushed is um the new hellraiser film comes out in oh, October yeah. with a yeah. new with a new actor or actress playing that's pinhead cool. And so I, cool. I think, you know, yeah, and that's apparently that's stripping back down to basics and going back to the, you know, Clive Barker, man, Clive Barker. I forget the guy who's doing it, but, um, well, so again, some of the concept art, they released a video, a picture of, uh, the new pinhead. And it was just like, I was like oh, this is phenomenal. Like it looks, wow. we did, we, uh, sorry for promoting, but we did Hellraiser on cinema of doom, which is the Patreon feed for mm. signal of doom. And gee, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I um, love that franchise. I really do. I, I've read uh, back when I was, you know, my teenage years. I read a lot of Clive Barker, like a, quite a lot of his books, and uh, he was really brilliant. And I mean, he was the guy. Did he? He he wrote Hellraiser, didn't he? I'm pretty sure it was. It's the Hellbound Heart. So. Clive, Bar Clive Barker wrote Hellbound Heart, and then obviously yeah, he wrote and directed the first film. So yeah, it's great. Like uh, yeah. give me more Hellraiser. It was fantastic yeah. stuff. Like um, Jamie Clayton. Love that's it. it. Love Jamie, it. Yeah, Jamie Clayton playing um, uh, Pinhead. It looks amazing. So yeah, I think that's what's yeah, going. I think I think we're going to see franchises just stripped down to their bare bones. Yeah. I do have a correction. I do have a correction, guys. Mm. I I oh, question whether Disney own Terminator. I believe that is owned they by do. Skydance and distribution. No, oh. no, distribution is. Oh no, am I wrong? Am I wrong? No, because Dark Fate, yep. everything's on Disney Plus. The oh, only reason, yeah. I, oh, the only reason okay. I say that is because I believe, I, look, let me research it now. I, I The reason I say that is because I think we researched on Signal one time when we were talking about it. Terminator mm -hmm. rights owned by it may be one of those. They, it, it may be one of those complicated could, ones where like certain films are owned by different individuals. Uh, Skydance currently owns the oh, yeah. Terminator Dark rights Fate to Terminator. Uh, we're auctioned in 2011. So... I, I don't know what the relationship is to Disney, but Skydance actually owned the rights to Terminator. Okay. Um, but Duck Fate is on Disney but, Plus. Maybe there is some a distribution deal. Yeah, but Disney mm. do 100% own Aliens and Predator. They and and yes. what I'm saying is you could certainly bring in, they can do some kind of a deal to get Terminator involved in this. Um, <sighs> How good would that be? Would be oh, I, yeah. I think people would flock to the cinema to see Terminator, Predator, in a Skynet world, I think oh, people would so flock good. to the cinema. You know what I yeah. mean? Like you could do they it. would you be could beating the doors things. down. 
We look, look, look yeah. just on a final note, because we, 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 you know, we'll get you guys are going to get up to bed and stuff. But <laughs> we now, we now live in a post multiverse world. People in the cinemas know what a multiverse is. We fully accept sure. this idea of things traveling between the multiverse and whatever. It's happened in the MCU. Sure. It's happening in in um, uh, with the Flash at some point in the future. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, the, if we, they ever we, release it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> depends. Depends who's going to get. Yeah, it depends what happens with Ezra Miller. I still think that's a whole debacle. But that's a different Can't episode. It, that's a different episode <laughs> altogether. But I think you're right. Like you know, you could do these things, and I think you could build up if you're really clever. You know, and say right, here's the canon because um, my um, uh, partner in, on for um, co-host for uh, stories at time and space, Julian. Came up with this idea and said, like, right, here's your here's the 20th century Fox science fiction timeline. And basically had like, okay, here's how it starts. Here it goes. And he put like alien and aliens in the same universe as Blade Runner. Um oh, you know, had all gosh. this stuff. Yeah, it was like, you know, you've yeah. had sort of you've seen the, the you know, you've seen the the uh, the, the you know the um Roy Batty and all that lot. Yeah, well, they're exactly the same as sort of like Bishop and all these others, sort of. Yeah, nice. you could, you know, so you built this whole thing yeah, out. So you, you could totally have it and say, like, you know, that's the universe and have these crossovers and stuff, and Predator exists totally. in that. Totally. So, I will yeah. say, I think, like, I, I mean, I hate to be that guy, but I thought Blade Runner 2049 was just so slow and slow boring. Um, but like the actual. Yet, no. The actual you haven't seen it yet, right? Well, no. it came out about five years ago, buddy. But but like the yeah. visual aesthetic of the original Blade Runner is so great. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I love the and original. it's been stolen yeah. so many times. Like and the yeah. and the visual aesthetic in Blade Runner 2049 is also very good. Um, but right now I'm gonna go to bed tonight thinking about Skynet World, you know, crazy yes. war, and into that war comes a predator. Yeah, and, how hard and, would it be to yeah. kill those Terminators, eh? Well, can you imagine that? Like you know, a predator with like a silver, yeah. like the, the, the a Terminator head on its belt. Yeah, you know, sort of like, <laughs> I can imagine it. That'd be yeah. awesome. Don't forget, it's would be great. And you could Robocop. almost have, and, and I'm just, I'm just kind <laughs> of like fan fictioning here, but you could almost have John Connor and his little band kind of almost do a deal with the Predator. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like an enemy, a bit of an alliance. Yeah, and that easy alliance. Yeah. Yeah, get, get, it could get real crazy. And you know what? When I think of that, I, I, I think of money. And I think of money <laughs> pouring in to Disney by the bucket load. And yeah. that's the kind of thing I like. Test it in the that's, comics. Test it in the comics. It, yeah. You're doing the Predator do comics. It. You've got Alien comics. Start to expand on it. Like, test do these it. crossover events. I think you yeah. can totally do it. Right, anyway, we'll wrap up there. We're going to wrap up there. Uh, <laughs> we could go on. I know we could go on. We could, yeah. <laughs> so, Should we give our scores? Should we give our yeah, scores? Yes, so I was going to say, let's wrap pray? up on that. So, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna, Dave, you go first, actually. Dave, yeah. you know, David, go first. Okay, I was also going to say... I was gonna. I'll give my score at a ten, but I was also gonna rank the the movies because you know Ooh, there, there were it. people. Oh, okay. There were people yeah, yeah. online. I want to make this point now. There were some clowns <laughs> online who were saying Prey was better than the original Predator. These people are Ooh. clowns. Yeah. Who yeah who don't understand? They get they they're just drinking the Kool Aid. Uh, Prey. I would give it eight out of ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, in terms of my rankings, uh, Predator one. Well, is like a 10 out of 10 movie. Predator yeah. 2 is like an 8.5 and Prey would come in at 3. And and frankly, I think very favorably of Prey. And after that, I don't really care about the rankings because I, <laughs> I think the rest of them aren't that 
aren't that fantastic. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. Predators is better than the Aliens versus Predator and the Predator is at the bottom. Um, yeah. But I'd give eight out of 10 to Prey and it's my third favorite Predator movie. And frankly, it's very close to Predator 2 in my rankings. Mm. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with you, Dave, as well. Um, Predator, the OG one. Uh, Predator 2 just, I think, nudges out Prey. So I'll give Prey probably eight and a half. I'd give Predator 2 nine. Um, and of course, Predator 10. Uh, then it would be, I think, Predators after that. Yeah. And then I like, and, and people will shoot me down as well on this, but I like Requiem. Um, so I'd give that next, uh, followed by uh, AVP. Uh, and then at the very bottom, ranked 100,000 would be <laughs> the Predator. Yeah, it's a, yeah. <laughs> it's a hell of a drop off. I, I think I'm very similar. I think, you know, I think I'll give this about seven, maybe 7.5 for mm-hmm. Prey. Solid film, great things. Some things they sort of, you know, doesn't quite work. But I think, you know, I'd love to see a sequel. I think this opens up the trilogy, uh, the franchise again. But as a ranking, yeah, Predator. You, you know, you're not going to get better than that first film. It's it's sort of like an mm. '80s, an early sort of a classic. Um, yeah. I think, yeah, Predator Two just nudges out uh, Prey, um, and then it sort of the Prey and Predators. Um, I think sort of, you know, I think there's some great stuff in Predators. Um, mm-hmm. but I think at this point, I'd say Prey slightly edges out Predators, so Predators would be four, and then AVP um, is, is quite mm-hmm. far down, and then Requiem is a little further, and then the Predator is being stomped on by everybody else. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. Just yes. god awful. So, that is terrible. <laughs> and the irony is that it's created by one of the godfathers, you know, the yeah. actors. From the OG film, like Shane Black. You, we talked about it before, but like you said about the alternate endings that were suggested for the Predator, like, you know, oh. it was going there was going to be a fight on an army base, and there was predators in military uniform and stuff, and then there was going to be oh. an army. <laughs> the emissaries, yeah, 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 yeah. And you're just like, oh, this is god awful. <laughs> so oh, I think the cocaine yeah. really took hold as I write the script. And <laughs> <Yeah. like. laughs> Bizarre, some of the things that were suggested. Anyway, we're going to wrap up there. So. I'll go through. So let's go to uh, Dave. Where can people find you and where can people listen to you for uh, Signal of Doom? People can find me on Signal of Doom, which is a weekly podcast I do with my buddy Rich. Uh, we, uh, comic books, comic book movies, and pop culture stuff in general. Heavy focus on Frank Sinatra and Bob Dylan always. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I look Signal of Doom's on Facebook, Signal of Doom on Twitter. Yeah, chase us up there, and uh, we come out every week, and we do you know special segments, and we've got Chuck Dixon coming up. Uh, next week another interview but we've had people on like Stephen grant we've had jerry conway on the creator of punisher uh, we oh. had the guy who created the dungeons and dragons world the forgotten realms on jerry i Gigax. did three out uh no it, sadly no. he's dead i was gonna um, say ed, christ ed, ed, ed greenwood <laughs> who created oh yes okay who created forgotten realms uh mm. he came on gave me over three hours of conversation wow lovely guy nice um, awesome yeah, he was such a nice guy and it was such an interesting conversation. And um, yeah, so we've had a few interviews um, and we've had JM DiMatteis is going to come back on shortly too, Tom DeFalco. So yeah, check Good out Signal of Doom, guys. People, check it out. Go find Signal of Doom. There'll be a link down below. Ray, what about yes. yourself? Where can people find you? Uh, yeah, look, best place to find me is on Twitter at Ray Ray Pod, R-E-Y-R-E-Y Pod. Um, just do a, a few podcasts um, about Moon Knight, Into the Night, Moon Knight Podcast. Uh, to know is to fear her, the Spider Woman podcast, Last Sons of Krypton, the Superman podcast, 
monthly show on Capes and Lunatics all about Scarlet Spider, which is a lot of fun with Dave. As oh, well. yeah, I'm on that too. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I've just started a new um, project, uh, funnily enough, about Predators. Uh, so yes, uh, Predator cool, and man. Prey, it's called. Uh, yeah, and we had the great fortune of chatting with Ed Brisson um, just lately. That will drop any second. But I want to give a shout out to your show, Scott, 20th Century Geek. Yeah. Anyone who hasn't listened yet, check out Scott's chat um with is it ria um uh, with the female actions all about oh, female yeah, with, with ria, yeah, ria, uh, yeah absolutely yeah fascinating i was hanging on every word there scott i loved the chat that you had i loved um bringing out all the female action stars throughout you know throughout the ages um really good stuff so go check it out uh it's, it's fantastic if you love your action movies like if you're listening to this about predator you'd love um action mm-hmm. yeah, films Rhea's age. check Rhea's it out fantastic. She's really cool. was great yeah. yeah no thank you very much okay ladies and gentlemen as you say go check these guys out single of doom into the night and you know all those especially say predators from prey i know you're gonna i've seen it being you know, announced it on facebook so go check those out we'll put some links down below um especially into the night because obviously i have that moon night connection um the book is coming on it's taking it's a bit slower than i hoped but it's yes it's working but anyway ladies yeah. and gentlemen, if you like what we're doing for any of these uh, go to your podcast catchers, leave a review, five-star reviews, but any feedback is always greatly appreciated. Uh, go leave that review. If you really like what we're doing, go check out our Patreon, www.patreon.com slash 20CG Media. That's 20th Century Geek Media. We do 30-minute uh, thoughts. I've got a Twilight Zone, uh, weekly Twilight Zone po- podcast on there with Julian and Creator Corners. I've had all kinds of people come on for that uh, Creator Corner. So, Go check it out. There'll be a link down below. And just a, yeah, for $5, I say £5 or $5, well, not a, a minimal amount, um, you will get an absolute glut of content. And it's fantastic. So go check that out. But for now, David Ray, this has been an absolutely phenomenal conversation. Thank you very much oh, for your loved time. Loved every minute of it. Thank so, you so much. I really yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah, good. We're so rounding out the... the uh, round out the predator retrospective this time again soon i think hopefully let's whatever comes out next <laughs> yeah. we'll be back we'll be back Definitely. but uh yeah ladies and gentlemen thank you very much and we'll uh we'll talk again soon mm-hmm.